There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Don't, Don't raise, raise trade, trade just, just yet. yet. Sit down and strap in for the Ultimate Super Coach Podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This is the, the Jewel Position Podcast, hosted by Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. Well, it is the very last team preview. It's been a long it. three, three and a half weeks. We are very, very close to our main podcast, the official breakdown in depth ones. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed all 17 teams. Bit of an easy listen, 20, 25 minutes an episode just to get you through your days. Ada and I are very, very keen for the position breakdowns. However, we have one more final hurdle to get in the way, and it's the boys. Uh, what are they? North of Sydney. It's the Newcastle Knights, Ado. I have them struggling in 13th. I mean, they could could push for the eight if it all clicks together. Uh, they could also yep. get the spoon. Yeah, I've got them in 14th. Um, I think that the signing of Miller, because I knew that they were going to use Ponga. I knew, but obviously Supercoach in the Daily Telegraph didn't know because he's, he's not available. Uh, don't start. Five. You started this yesterday. That, <laughs> no. Uh, I know that... Um, Ponger in 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 the five eight, but I was like, what are they going to do in the fullback? You know, that was Bailey Hodgson. Hodgson, they were talking about Dane Gagai. I didn't like any of that. The Tyson Gamble. Uh, I, remember the Tyson Gamble. The fullback? Tyson Gamble. For goodness me, I would have had him dead last if they did that. Uh, so look, I think if you put Miller in the fullback, you've got um, Braley in the um, and and Hastings Ponger. I think the spine looks better to me. I'm not like challenge for the eight maybe, but it's it's better, I think. I think the Knights fans, now that they've got Miller, are probably a little bit more excited, aren't they? Yeah, correct. So just to recap, I had the Knights in 13th, Ado. You have them in 14th? 14th, yeah. 14th. So, so let's talk about the Newcastle Knights because when it comes to guns, I mean, three years ago, Chuck Tyson Frizzell here, but now I'm just not too sure. I mean, two years ago, Chuck Kalen Ponga here, but now I just I don't see anyone that stands out. I mean... I could seriously vouch for Adam Elliott being a gun, and that's not just being tongue-in-cheek, because in games over 55 minutes last year, the bloke averaged 70. If we get anywhere close to that, I would consider him a gun, definitely. But right now, I can't really guarantee you anyone to average over 65. Yeah, that's kind of a weird thing, eh? Uh, in the past, we probably said that Ponga was a gun, wasn't he, in the fullback position? Even if he does get um, 5'8", and, uh, you know, I don't see him averaging 70-plus this year. I really don't. No. Maybe in the 60s I could see him. Uh, and I, the same about the ones that are closest to me in Braley and Frizzell. Very steady players. Adam Elliott, I think, will probably, you know, average 60s as well. So if we're counting that as gun, they'll probably be the ones that are their guns. Uh, Frizzell, you know, Adam Elliott, you know, Ponga. Um, I've got big wraps on that Dom Young after what I've seen from him, how quickly and how accelerated his skill set is growing, um, that he could be one of the top center wingers this year. So um, they could, they've got some that I think if they uh, gel well together, 
and their attack is on, um, I think that they could have some mid sixties, you know. To, uh, yeah, well, let, let's talk, Brayley, because oh, I remember two years ago, rounds one to ten, Bloke started like a house on fire. I think he averaged close to 70 points for the first ten rounds, and then yeah. I don't know what happened. He just dropped off. I, I think he averaged 49 in the, in the, from, from basically round 11 onwards, and then last year suffered the injury. Uh, we got the emergence of Chris Randall, uh, and Brayley was slow to come back, but when he did come back, played well. Uh, I think he ended up averaging 57.8 and currently priced at 607K. I genuinely think he's an 80-minute hooker. Uh, they are uh, rare in this NRL, but he's an 80-minute hooker, so that's a big tick on him. And, mate, look, if he can get back that round 1-10 to 10 form a couple of years ago, I, I genuinely could consider starting with him, but it's just it's unknown. Yeah, it is a bit of an unknown. Um, you know, if they've got someone like a Kurt Mann on the bench, uh, could they maybe use him, you know, to spell him? Uh, how do we know how their bench is going to be exactly lining up? He's probably going to be somewhere between that 55 and he could possibly get into early 60s if he's, um, you know, sort of doing what he did, you know, yeah. that one, round one to 10. I think he's in the 60s if he's um, had all, everything goes perfectly for them. Yeah. And, and you and I, we're all aboard the cheese must have trains. So that really only leaves us with one hooker. And, and is Bradley the guy that you want to take a punt on? Look, if you're very anti, you know, if you're one of those super coach players out there that plays with your heart, I love you guys. If you if you hate the Roosters and you don't want Brandon Smith, hey, I don't hate the the, the Braley shout because uh, he's going to be a consistent sort of scorer, you know, all year. Um, however, I'm just not seeing a whole lot of upside presented in my round one team for now. Hopefully, we get closer to Braley round eleven onwards form, and we can pick him up on the cheap maybe for the run home. He's definitely uh, that, that's definitely a consideration. And quickly, Tyson Frizzell. His best days are probably behind him. Um, it's been a gradual drop-off year on year. Bloke used to pump out 60s for fun. Uh, look, with Mitch Barnett on, maybe, but I'm just not seeing it for, for Frizzell. I'm not saying he's a bum. I just think he's in that very mediocre category where I'm not really happy to, to, to go either. Yeah, or no? Yeah, well, that's right. Well, him and Braley, I reckon, are semi-guns for them, but they're not enough to be a gun, and they're not bad enough to be a bum. And that's where I see Frizzell. I can't see myself owning him this year, unfortunately, for Supercoach. The man's shoes that you stepped into on this podcast was Brew, who famously, famously hated Dane Gagai as a pick. Uh, Gagai came out and was averaging about 80 points in the first five yeah. rounds. Like a five-round average of nearly 100 or something. <laughs> was killed. It was killed. And Brew definitely established his legs for that. But, you know, new, new, new co-host... Same stance, doubling down on the Dane Gagai, 590k centre wing, anti-agenda. I just don't see it happening again. I don't think lightning strikes twice. I don't think so. Uh, and look, you know, they've got uh, Marju's gone over there. They've got some targets out on the wing. Uh, so I think that Gags probably just takes a nice backwards seat. And, you know, he might get a couple of try assists getting out to these big, uh, you know, big blokes on the wing. Or maybe he gets cut out. I don't know. But I just don't think they need to rely on him as much now. I think they've got some... You know, some sort of X factor outside backs in there. You know, before it was uh, real no frills, wasn't it? So Gags had to step up, and he's that kind of player. Uh, we haven't really ever seen. We've never seen Origin hardly ever, for, apart from those five games. <laughs> we uh, haven't Origin, seen Origin, Origin Gagai at club form would be a must have. <laughs> yeah, must have. But he hasn't delivered that. He ha- he was pretty good for in patches last year. 590k. Yeah, yeah. no, You're not going to take him over Brian Toto, are you? No. Like, and I'm- I'm assuming it's the same stance with Greg Miles. Look, you're a, you're a seasoned Supercoach player, so am I. I've, we've been screaming out for Greg Miles to get consistent game time for about four years. Finally gets it, and we're not interested. 
Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, he he was great uh, at try score on the try scoring stuff at the um, Titans, but his defense was very average. Uh, best. Look, I just think out there they may the you know if you get it to Gags and Gags has got a hole to run through, he'll go and he'll take oh, it himself. Gags is Gags is not a pass first center. <laughs> nah, and Bradman Best, if he's not breaking his leg, he'll have a run himself as well. So, uh, and I think that they'll probably they've got a really nice target out there in Dom Young. I just think that maybe um, you know, the Titans were attacking left, right, and center, and, and there was a bit there for Greg Marju. He's 581K, so I think he's probably priced at really the max I'm going to think for him. Um, not for me to start. Uh, you know, if he dropped down to a 400 and he's already on 10 tries and I knew that they were getting the ball to him for tries... Uh, you know, maybe I could be tempted into him. I like him. He's a big thing, isn't he? Yeah, he uh, seems seems like a guy that if we pick up at a, he's a guy to pick up on a discount rather than pay uh, five eighty four. Yeah, if you you know, in the past we've been like, well, I might take a a, a tickle on Sivo because he's four hundred or three in the old money three hundred. Same, same same situation. Take take a punt on these high upside big body center wings, but don't pay don't pay top dollar for them. Yeah, which is exactly what Marju is right now, and I think that's a yep. great shout. Uh, Jackson Hastings, 5'8", uh, halfback duel, 5'48". Uh, if he was goal, if he was goal kicking, if, if we knew he was goal kicking, I could potentially get... If, if I knew 100% that he was, I could potentially get around this shout. But with the uncertainty of him and Ponga, I'm just happy to leave this one. I'm just going to let this one go through to the keeper, I think. Uh, I think... I've said his name multiple times, but Sam Walker in a similar price point is a guy that I'm just much more confident in taking. Uh, Hastings could match Walker's output, but I just don't know right now. Yeah, well, you know, Sam Walker's in a hotter team. He's um, nice and steady. He's probably a better goal kicker as well. So he he is a better pick uh, for sure. Uh, Jackson Hastings, it's hard to know exactly how that combo with Ponga is going to work exactly and, and what kind of style there? Yeah, is, is he is just going to be the organizer? Is he just going to be look Cooper Cronk, one of the best halfbacks ever? Fucking terrible for Supercoach. Could Jackson Hastings yeah. be the same thing? Just just the organizer and let KP and Lockie Miller just do what they want to do at the back. And I just think that the role there is un- unsure. At the Tigers, you know, we had much more um, direct running. You know, you had Brooks there who was that organizer, and Hastings was allowed to roam free a little bit. I uh, just I just don't know what the role is going to be, and I'm I'm happy to, to let this one through. I think we can yep. copy and paste the exact same points from Dane Gago and Greg Marshall about these guys who, yeah, we're happy to pick up at a discount, but not right now. For Bradman Best, I mean, 539K. I just think with the injury cloud and the injury issues that he's had, that's just too much for me to spend. If he got down to 400, uh, a guy that I would definitely snap up. Yeah, Bradman, you know, worst when it comes to injury. It's probably him and Pongo you know, going toe-to-toe over the last couple of years, especially you know, as far as lights go, he's just, you know, Bradman Best, I think, has all the potential in the world. If he played a full season and his body stayed fit, I reckon he could be right up there for super coach purposes as being one of the best, um, you know, center wingers you can have. I would agree with that. I definitely would agree with that if he could I get just, the game I, time. If I watched him and he got to five games without being injured, I'd just be, I'd, I feel like I've won the lottery. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's a wincing. It's whenever you own him, you obviously wince whenever he takes it takes an impact. Um, Kurt Mann. Now Kurt Mann's dual status has been all over the shop for the last three or four years. He was hooker, halfback, halfback, centre wing, hooker, centre wing, two RF. Now he's two RF only. Uh, Five hundred and seven K. I just don't see uh, minutes for him to be relevant. I started with him last year. He was good, um, but he was half the price. 
Uh, 507 they got, themselves a good, they got themselves a good lock now. Yeah. So oh, bang, need, bang. They don't need a, a, a filler in or a like. Uh, look, Kurt, man, he's so valuable to a footy team oh, because yeah, he, he, he is he versatile. Play. He's like peachy versatile. He can literally play 1, 3, 4, 6, 7, 9, 13. Yeah. So he's hugely versatile. He's the perfect 14. You don't touch him for 507 because he's not going to start at lock. He's never going to start. There's not going to be funny buggers from O'Brien starting him and bringing Elliot off the bench. Oh, last, year was a, last year was a pain in the ass. Him and Solo and like he would name. Yeah. Oh, oh mate. mate. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, let's talk Jack Hetherington because he has moved from the Canterbury Bellingham Bulldogs to the Newcastle Knights. Does have a handy front row forward to RF, to RF duel. Comes in at 267k. Now, we touched on this yesterday. I think if you have the cash, pick Hetherington. And if you don't love him, that's cool. Easy downgrade. Rather than if he does manage to jag an edge, which, you know, there's been some reports. Um, or, you know, he does get valuable minutes off the bench. I'd much rather have him in my side and then move off him um, than try and scramble to get him if you have a, a Franklin Pelé, for example. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. He's he's not the 230, he's the 260. So moving down from him is easier than trying to move up to him. Like if he's named to start to run on in the second row, you're probably going to say, oh, I, th- I should probably go Jack Edrington. If you've got to mess up other people in your team to try to get the funds, it's going to be really annoying. Uh, look, it could be Brody Jones. It could be um, – they've got lots of these guys, you know, in there that could take up the second row to run on. Um, but – you know, he was a signing from another club, and uh, a long-term signing too. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't suspended. just a. It wasn't a signing that was done recently. Like it's, this has been in the works for for quite a while. So they've obviously want him, uh, which could only be good yep. things. And also, I'm happy to. I'm happy to wait and see on him um, and have him in your team. You know, watch a trial and see him run out in the second row. I think he's fit enough to do it, and he's got a good PPM as well. So as long as he's not getting suspended for knocking someone's head off. Uh, you know, I can't see there's too much downside to him with the nice handy jewel uh, at a 267. Even if he's on the bench, I reckon he probably gets reasonable enough minutes. They've lost a clemmer out of there, and um, a lot of responsibility is going to fall to those Safidi brothers. I, I think he's probably going to get good minutes in that team. Absolutely. Um, one person not, not on the run chat here, so I'm hoping I'm not throwing you under the bus. We, we know, or we, we don't know, but it's basically 99% confirmed that Lockie Miller uh, is going to the Knights. For, for heaven forbid the, the deal falls yep. through, uh, and they do line up with Gagai at fullback. Christian Mapalungi, uh, a lot, a lot of wraps on, on this kid. I think he's available at mm. um, center wing. He's 309K in the very limited games that he had last year, averaged 53.5 in just two games. Uh, look, if he does manage to get the center spot, the the wraps on him are huge, and I would be more than happy to pay three hundred k for him. Uh, but that's yeah, a long way away if Miller does sign. We're just going off the fact that he didn't sign. So, Christian Mapalongi, chuck him in your black book to monitor for the year if Bradman Best or when and Bradman Best inevitably does go down. Knights fans, Knights fans <sighs> love him. Hey, look, there's two guys. Yeah, the Knights fans are. They're big fans of Mapalai. Yeah, yeah, huge. There's two guys in here that I want to spend a bit of time yeah. on. So let's roll out Jacob Saifedi straight away. Front row forward, 437k. Yep. Uh, a a is must have in my side, but I don't see Jacob being the one that's there. Um, I do think, you know, his minutes and... Well, not minutes, but I, I do think his average will have an uptick um, with, you know, Clemmer gone. You mentioned there's going to be a hole to fill there. And although I expect the lion's share of the work to go to Daniel... I still think Jacob, a uh, few draft players out there, I think, you know, picking up in the later rounds could be a very, very viable stream option for, for draft. For classic, not so much keen on, but draft, a, a late round steal, I think, could be. 
Yeah, definitely. He's not the one. He's not the Safidi you want. I think they'll both start. But I think um, Daniel is sort of the more mature of the two who they've sort of lumped a lot more responsibility on. I know in their younger days, Jacob was the better of the two, they say. Uh, But I think that Daniel is going to be the one that's going to be the forward leader. Um, and I, it's a no-brainer for me which one you want to have. A current current New South Wales Origin uh, member, Jacob Seifert, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, a bit of respect right. there. Hey, Dom Young, I remember... So, I started being the super coach whisperer, whatever you want to call it, back in uh, the start of 2019 was my first... Uh, 20, 2020 was the start of sort of my social media journey. And the very first post I made was on this unknown... A 200 centimeter, 120 kilo winger from from Huddersfield. There was big raps on him, and his name is Dominic Young. Didn't get a huge rollout, uh, you know, in his rookie season, uh, but boy, oh boy, last year he was sensational. And you've got him pegged as potentially one of the best center wing options this year. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I really think he is. He's a highly... Died by other clubs. That, I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's already than the, uh, he's already Bruce looking at leaving. Now. It's been even two years, and, he's, and his manager's already like, "Oh well, uh, we're bigger than the Knights. Let's fly the coop." Yeah, that's right. Where he this bloke's in does well. Look, um, what you saw of him last year in the NRL, and what you saw of him in the World Cup, you're like, he's twice the player he was when he came in. He looked like he had a bit of talent. He had a few mistakes in him, didn't he? But he's worked out the mistakes in his game. He's brilliant under the high ball. He is a good finisher, and he's really fast for the size of him. I really love him. I love him. I love Murray Tuolangi from the Cowboys. I reckon they are real up-and-coming um, wingers in our game. And, look, he's at a price point you may probably not want to start him for 5.52, uh, but he, if he drops or if you're looking, you know, we, we go for two. We, we grab a tupu when we want to sort of build our pieces in that centre wing to have good ones. I would not be surprised if Dom Young is in the top seven. Oh, that's conservative. Top seven center wingers this year. I think from memory, I made a post on sort of fullback draws, best to worst. Um, and I'm pretty sure I had the Knights sort of as number one in terms of best draws for for sort of the opening couple of rounds. Yeah, I had the, just I found the post here. So uh, I had the fullback draw from rounds one to five. As Callum Ponger, I had him as the best fullback. And that was over the Cowboys. So... Uh, you know, if if Lockie Miller does click, and you know you do want to take a punt, damn, Dom Miller, uh, Dom Miller, Dom Young could do a whole lot worse. And just on that point, you mentioned you know last year in the World Cup, the kid when he came, he was eighteen. I just think as NRL fans, some of us we might put a bit too much pressure on these eighteen, nineteen year olds, especially in a new country, just to succeed straight away. And it took him a little bit, took him uh, two, one and a half, two years, but yeah, he's really cemented himself as a first grader. And I think you're right, mate. I think he's definitely going to become a household name at the end of the season. But I wanted to, to wrap up Saifidi or Jacob Saifidi and Dom Young because there's two boys I want to spend a bit of time on. The first one yep. being Daniel Saifidi. Now, all preseason I had him as my must-have forward. He has slipped to second spot. Uh, I think Tom Gilbert has taken that mantelpiece now that he's mm. getting the 13. But boy, oh boy, for a guy... One who had a terrible year with injuries last year... Um, 
combined with the fact that he used to be a bona fide, or this, not even two seasons ago, average 60, now loses um, former state of origin and international you know, partner with him up top. I just think Adam O'Brien, a coach with his back against the wall, quite desperate, is just going to look to his, you know, leader of the pack here and Daniel Saifidi and just say, look, I need you this year and we're going to get old DSAF back and, you know, at 484k, I'm all over it. Yeah, I'm the same. I've seen a few chats on the social saying, oh, you know, he's a bit no frills and he's not going to get you more than 55, 60. Bullshit. He's uh, a try scoring front rower for God's sake. He's a try scoring front rower. So I reckon I could see a potential for five, maybe six, seven tries this year. I think he's going to probably get more minutes because you've taken Clamour out of there. Uh, and he's going to be, you know, he's, he's, he's further off where he, that injured season. So I, I think he's in for a big year. You know, I mean, for 484, people are going to go and buy, um, I don't know, who, what's, who's someone else that's well, more expensive than everyone's well, buying? The same price people are getting Welch, who is coming off an, uh, an Achilles injury, which we know statistically is slow. And I understand, same thing, leader of the pack at Melbourne, but I'd just rather take a guy who, you know, is underpriced because of injuries last year that aren't major injuries. They were just niggles that held him down rather than a Welch. Um, or, or even a Thompson yeah, who walking is... into a bigger role. You yeah, know, exactly. You're, and, you're yeah. Someone like Thompson is competing with a lot of mouths as well. So I just think all signs point to Saifidi. But all signs definitely, definitely point to Adam Elliott. Now, uh, I, don't, I don't know why he's so, so lowly owned. I, I genuinely think this guy could be borderline keeper. And, and I, I don't use that term loosely. I genuinely think he could be, come the end of the season, your fourth... 2RF that you rotate through, the the bloke in 55-minute games last year averaged 70.0 points a game. And I understand you're going to a worse team, but your play style don't change, I don't think. I don't think I don't think Adam O'Brien looks at all the impact that, that he had, Adam Elliott, Adam Elliott had for the Raiders, and just his ability to keep the player going, break tackles, get through work, and just say, you know what, we're going to stop that. I just think, I just think Adam Elliott for 565... If you take out the games that he started off the bench, I mean, this bloke would be priced at 630, 640, and we're getting him at a discount rate. I can only speak so highly about him, Elliot. Please throw some cold water on me, potentially cool me down, or get around him okay. with me. Well, look, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm a Raiders fan, and I was I loved Adam Elliott. I, I think he was such a great player for us. I was so sad for him to go. That's actual NRL. Look, playing devil's advocate, um, O'Brien is... A lunatic. His job is massively on the line. He has shown a potential to fart ass around in the 13 position, probably more than any other position on his field. So, yeah, but this is no Connor Watson. This is this is not a versatile player that you know can come off the Adam Elliott man. Adam Elliott impact guy. Millie Boyle. He lives with her now. They're together. Narrative season. I'm all aboard Adam Elliott, man. Well, well, what do you what do you really honestly think his minutes will be there at, at the Knights? Ah, uh, cool. 62, 63? 63 minutes. He goes at probably, what, a 1.1 or yeah, something? Yes. Look, I've got him pegged. I don't know about minutes, but I've got him pegged at about a 66 to 68 average. Um, and he's priced at a 53. So that's fucking 15 points of value. Yeah, look, I, I reckon if you play, if you get Elliot, you're not going to get anything lower than 50 out of him. No. You know, uh, that's just the way he is. He doesn't score. He doesn't have quiet games. You know, he's no, he's not in the same mould as like a Hamoli and them that relies on attack, you know, to And he to has attack, though. And he has attack. You'll get a bit, of that. He, he yeah, attack, get a bit yeah. of that. 
but he's got a he's got good base in tackles and you know that sort of stuff as well. So uh, I, I don't hate it. I think if you're looking for somebody in that price point, five sixty five. You know, we've talked about butcher. Um, you know, you I've got near Corre and stuff who are a bit cheaper than them. But we were talking about um, Barnett. I prefer Elliot to Barnett. TPJ is a similar price as well. I mean, like I just I'm just preferring Adam Elliot here. And all right, someone clip this up or remind me of this. I would be shocked if he's averaging less than 64, right? I know I said 68 before, but 64 mm-hmm. points is still 10 points of value, which is what we look for. And I genuinely think he could come round 27. He could be a guy that is, you know, one off your bench, two off your bench, uh, when depth is key and you've built up your two RFs, you've got your Fafitas, you've got your Murrays. I think Adam Millick could be a staple there. I remember, Ada, I got bathed. I bought him after his game at Hooker for the Raiders last year and I got rinsed. You boosted for Elliot. I, do, I boosted for Elliot, and boy, it paid off. So I'm happy about that. But I just, I'm happy to go back to the well. The only issue I have with Adam Elliot is he is my marquee to RF. I don't have anyone yep. more expensive. He is my guy. So that's probably the only weakness in in uh, the Adam Elliot debate is he is he is the guy for me. I don't have a Fafita. I don't have a Murray. I got no one else to 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 to, to hold his hand. He's got to be the leader in my team. Yeah, I think for all the people that that could be a, a scary prospect is relying on him as your you know your two RF one, uh, but you've got to save somewhere. And in the second row, if he's scoring sixty four for that price, and uh, Angus scores seventy for for his extra, or Murray scores an extra seven, I think that the value outweighs the the seven points. You know, at time you of, at time of rec- at time of recording, him Adam Elliott is four percent owned. I'm going to check back that stat in 24 hours and see what we're at. Well, I mean, I've had Adam Elliott in my team. I, you know, I don't know if anyone listens to my podcast, CL Supercoach Guns and Adrian Asaurus there. We've been doing team previews. We go over our teams, and I've had Elliott in there, and he's always like, oh, you've been talking to the Whisperer. And I'm like, no. He was in my team last year, and I liked him. I, I, I and like, uh, he I fought like- off to a team. He's feel- a bigger fish in that team as well, isn't he? That pond over there at the Knights, he's, in our team, we in the Raiders, we've got – Hudson Young, we've got Tappany, we've got Elliot Whitehead, you've got Papa. We had big names in there, and he couldn't quite get the minutes that he can easily play in yeah. in that team. He's going over there where you lose um, Barnett, you lose Clemmer, you've probably got two big boys in Saifidi and Jacob. The, you know, Jacob could probably do bigger, bigger minutes, but I don't think both of them could handle big, big minutes. Uh, and, you know, I think there's minutes. There's more minutes there on offer for him. So... You know, there's not. I don't think it's going to shoot anyone in the foot. It's no longer boost for Elliot Ado. We're starting with Elliot, and it's to, a boost. and <laughs> and uh, I'm not too sure whether it be Monday or Tuesday. We will be back with episode one of the official uh, podcast, I guess. Yeah, these team previews have been fun. They've been lighthearted. You know, they've just been sort of our general thoughts. But the team, uh, the position podcast, where we're really going to break down the Northern Premiers. Properly, we'll we'll leave the beers in the fridge. Um, well, before we go, what about Miller? Oh, yeah, I, was, I, I literally, I literally wing, yeah. in the 500s. I had him written down here. I forgot to mention him. I was too, too aroused from Adam Elliott. Look, Lockie Miller, I just, he's been in my side. He's been out of my side. I just don't know. I, I don't think I can go there. I, I understand the appeal. Would you rather Lockie Miller or Nick Meany? Well, I'd rather Meany. Yeah, um, I think quite easily it. for mine. Um, Meany's going to kick goals. He's going to be in a team that's probably going to score four more tries a game, most likely, um, he, which he could be involved in for try assist slash try. And he'll have goals to kick as well. So uh, of those fullbacks, 
um, that you can pick in the centres at that medium price, uh, I, I prefer Meany. Um, but, you know, if, if people are trying to put a pick, would you prefer him to Toto? Mm, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I think that we know where he stands as well. So, you know, I think he – but also it's a very small sample size yeah, too. Exactly. And that's the problem. You're paying a lot of money for a small sample size, but – Look, we will we will dive into all this. We'll dive into the tackle breaks, the stats, yeah, everything heavy with the position podcast. These team previews, as we've said, have been a lot of stuff off the dome um, that we've thought of. But thank you so much for sticking with us through the first 17 episodes. Uh, it's been fun, um, but get ready, strap in. We've got a lot of things coming, um, and we will see you on the other side. Ado? Looking forward to it. See you guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.